1: We are the internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. That's right. That's what, that's exactly what we are. Coming at you from parts unknown. Um, roam, bro- roaming around the galaxy. Before we get too far into it, I just want to say, hey, David. Hey, Zach. It is agreeable to see you. It's agreeable. <laughs> <laughs> wife unit. <laughs> Greetings, wife unit. Do I need a reason to see my wife? <laughs> Here is a trinket. Let us copulate. <laughs> <laughs> a trinket. hey I don't know why they do that robo neck. It's just so It's just so like They're not robots <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know, I know They don't have emotion but Like I'm sure there's still humor Look at my first note L-O-Y-P-U-N-T Yep it is a creative Have a gift let us copulate believe. Oh, I sure hope they don't break up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, foreshadowing. What? Um. Uh, anyways, as we mentioned, this is the Sar companion. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are uh, nearing the midway mark of Season 4 of Enterprise, Season 4, Episode 7. name of this episode is The Forge. That's right. And if you uh, like what is forthcoming and you've liked what's happened in the past uh like and send do a review give, yeah. give us a fucking review we would we would enjoy that and if you like or hate whatever it is that we say you can send us an email at the star companion, uh, at gmail.com yes we're on all major podcasting platforms including spotify tell your friends yeah and uh this episode opens with Vulcan seventeen years ago and space basketball space basketball it was definitely basketball but like it wasn't. Because it was in space. Yeah, there was something weird there. Before we start, we didn't open packs. Oh yeah. I would like get to get back to the space basketball though. I... <laughs> My, bad. <laughs> it
0: Thank was you. space basketball. It was space
1: basketball. So we're we're opening today packs from Star Trek: Reflections of the Future. Phase one. Phase one. All right, I got some dilithium crystals. Nice. Your favorite. Um, what the I hell have, is uh, this? I have one of those as a lamp in my room. Uh, Lazarus ship. Oh, that's that one weird episode. Um, if I remember right, this this. Uh, oh, whoops. If you want that card that I just dropped? <laughs> um, where the fuck? I'm gonna grab it with my toes. Uh, if you, I think this is, there's an episode in this, um, in the original series, yeah. about a guy who comes from a different phase of reality, mm. and because of like him phasing in and out of reality, he, yeah, he's literally disrupting like the space time continuum. Okay, and in order to send him back, you uh, if you were to go, if you were to go, he ha- someone has to go back mm-hmm. for everything to restore order, mm. and then. At first he doesn't want to go back, because once you go back, you can't come back. Mm. And so there's this really weird, like, psychedelic eight-minute scene in this episode where Kirk and this guy are kind of fighting on who she, who needs to go back. Hmm. And he ends up going back and going away. But it's this really weird, like, meta-narrative about existence yeah. and multiverse. So did he travel forward in time or backward in time first? I don't know if it's time. I think okay. it's more phasing into multiverse realities. Got it. So I, I was listening to a thing the other day, and it was the, it was saying how you can go forward in time, but it would require like essentially the energy of a sun, mm-hmm. but you can't go backwards in time. But my question always has been is if you go forwards in time, you know, what makes you think the Earth is still going to be in the same place? Don't you have to... Oh, you said this before, yeah. Don't you have to calculate? Because otherwise, just <laughs> yeah. out in the middle of space, <laughs> yeah. dead. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, there, there must be some sort of... um. mass, yeah. calculation, and distance. If you know anything about <laughs> space travel, email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. All right, next I've got a Romulan scout ship. Oh, my Perfect. God. What the fuck's going on there? <laughs> it's an awful printed card. Speaking, one one more thing of time travel. I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you. Did you know that Stephen Hawking had a time party? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, and he said if uh, he's having a party and um, a party. he's not going to tell anyone about it until after it happens. Yeah. So that... Uh, People in the future will know that it happens and then they come back in time. Yeah. Cheeky bastard. Um I've got a pad. A pad. These are terrible cards. Um The Future USS Enterprise. With three counting three, three nacelles. Three nacelles, yes, sir. Uh the Caller of Obedience. You got to I don't know if I remember that episode. Someone's beard. Yeah, looks like a Klingon beard of some sort. A UV light source with data. <laughs> God, they really reached these. Yeah, the USS Sutherland, Nebula class starship with two nacelles and a pleasure uh, thing in the back, <laughs> and uh, a survey card. <laughs> cool. Those are my favorite. Oh. Scintillating. I've got a photon photon torpedo. Photon photon, photon torpedo. torpedo. From uh, one of the first movies. It's looks like a black box. You got a Senitian or Naren freighter, which apparently Enterprise Bless at some you. point. Yeah, uh, Tractor beamed into Enterprise. We have the USS Pegasus. Pegasus. Huh. Uh, don't remember that one, but we will get to that eventually. I have Atta Atavacrin was a device used by inhabitants of the planet Sarpedon to travel back into their past. Oh, well, that's all we need then to go back and it. Yeah, play. that's... Yes. <laughs> Screw the sun. Deep Space Nine, baby. Woo! I'm keeping that one. You guys can't have it. Here. Oh, cool. We have uh, the USS Excelsior. What is that, like, kappa Yeah The USS Kapla. I think this is the one that uh, I'm just referencing Sulu Yeah, Sulu was the one who got it Got the particle fountain Looks like that's from uh, Next Generation And we have A Bajoran sailing vessel Which is from DS9 obviously You know, this is really pissing me off We've opened a bunch (laughs) of packs I just want one autograph card (laughs) We'll get there Fuck. Can't hand them out. I gotta go find a fucking uh, hobby box of Star Trek. Yeah. One guaranteed auto per box. So, as Zach mentioned, there was space basketball. Yeah. Prior to space basketball... Yeah, bas- there was. Oh, uh, wait. Dad was wearing a yellow shirt, because I'm sure uh, Lance Armstrong was fucking cracking off at that point. Yeah. So, there's... Vulcan seventeen years. Okay, so Vulcan. The episode starts with some guy dusting off some some Vulcan archaeologist looking at something. Yeah, and he says, "Oh, it's uh, what's the guy's name? Surak of all? It's allegedly a I it, well, allegedly some filthy Serenite probably found it, and it was uh, Sirach Katra. Surak. Um, seventeen years later, in the Space present day, basketball. The Saval and Forrest are meeting. Hold on. Yeah. I just got to say one thing. Phlox hit a sweet jumper from the three point line. I think the basketball happens after. I'm stuck on the okay. space basketball. Okay. <laughs> you keep talking about it. I'll talk about the other thing and then we'll meet. We'll converge here in a second. Uh, Saval says, You humans, you, re- you scare us because you remind us of us. us. And Forrest says, ah, don't worry about it. And then all of a sudden there's an explosion and Forrest, the hero, mm-hmm. covers Saval and uh, dies horribly in the MI6 So it was life. Starfleet MI6 on Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Blown to smithereens. Meanwhile, back on board uh, Enterprise. What's happening, Zach? Space basketball. Fox sitting back there like Ray Allen. A little, little spot-up shooter. Fucking the jet over <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Jason Terry. I just don't. He looked like he didn't know what was happening. Mm-mm. Um, and it makes me wonder if John Billingsley even likes basketball. Probably not. He doesn't seem like a type. But he's got that <clears throat> wool zip up drip. Whoa. <laughs> Everybody else yeah. is wearing workout clothes. He's wearing a wool zip That's up. That's right. And then this is when. Um, to Paul bursts in. Yeah, to Paul bursts in. And then dad and to Paul are walking. And uh, <laughs> I forget the <laughs> specific context here, but. Dad goes, your mother and interloper husband understand. Because <laughs> he took a break. He's like, you know, your mother and husband. And you could tell it was interloper because he's always fighting for his boy trip. You know, Yeah. He's trying to get that nut. Let him get his nut. That's his boy. His sister died. If you remember, she was one of seven million. Panhandle. Georgia. He's a good guy. Bayou, come on. You <laughs> heard the way he talks? Trip is a good guy. You saw him take his shirt off? Have you met Trip? Uh, <laughs> wow, that's a callback. To Paul <laughs> reveals that Admiral Forrest is D E A dead. He's dead. Wow. Yeah. That information was DOA. Yeah. And uh who do the Vulcans think it is? Well, first of all, they think it's the filthy blue skins. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, really, you guys really have a lot of animus for the Andorians. You know, just again with that. Uh, they also say that it could be this this uh, group of interlopers called the Sirenites. Those damn Sirenites corrupted Sirok, teaching followers. And <laughs> Enterprise heads over to Vulcan, and the Vulcan. Uh, Investigator says, so we've called you, Enterprise, here, a crew full of the best gumshoes in the galaxy, to figure out what the heck is going on. I think it went more like this. Uh, hey, Dad, yeah, you're the only ship we can send because you're the only one in the area that and could he, handle something exactly like this. And you've got some good detectives on your team. you got Malcolm Reed. You've got, well, I mean, he's got an ensign. He's got the pilot. Yeah. Yeah um the pilot's good at stuff they the pilot is good at stuff like lifting things and discovering a bomb in the wreckage of mi6 there was a bomb there was a wreckage and i just thought that was like some arch and craft project from some (laughs) kid trying to make something that looked futuristic
0: hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
1: Yeah. And it did have, uh, it looked like it had glow sticks on it. It was like a Tamagotchi taped <laughs> yeah. to like eight grain glow sticks Yeah, with the opaque taken off so they were clear. Yeah. It did look like a Tamagotchi, didn't it? Reed scans it for, for DNA. Right as it's, it blows up, they get transported out and they get transported back to Enterprise where uh, Phlox in the med bay says, according to the DNA left on the bomb, it was, placed by a woman named Tepau oh, who is a mongoloid bizarro version of Tepaul sister uh, of Teblau <laughs> and brother uh to to brother is Teblam Tepaul <laughs> Tepaul to John, yeah, their father <laughs> to George to TNT or as he likes to be called Tint to Chad to um <laughs> I'm it, bored. It, it's like um it's like if you were to spell party, but without the Y, um, you do an I, mm-hmm. and then without the A, it's just so it's just P R T I. Mm. It's a more exclusive place to go to. It's like a nightclub. It, it's pronounced pretty Purdy. Which by the way is a note that you have for me. Is <laughs> all I can think about. I tried to go the Latin route. I know, I get it. I get it. I was like, oh, he took the Y out and put a vowel in. I was like, what if we just took the other vowel out? Called it PRTI. <laughs> so, hovering above Vulcan now, uh, T'Pol in her in her study gets interrupted and her husband bursts hold, in. Hold on. <laughs> Don't you think it should have been T'Pol, actually, while oh. we're at it? <laughs> Well, you said her brother, and I, I said to Paul. No, I know, yeah. Oh, okay. But, like, shouldn't to Paul's name be to Paula? It should be, yeah. Because Paul's a, uh, a male name. Yeah. It is. Unless he's spelled with an O. Oh. Like that? Like an O? Yeah. Or polo. To polo. To polo? Which dad likes to play sometimes. Polo, is this waterfall. all happening in da- in dad's <laughs> mind? Is any of this real? <laughs> Vosk breaks in. What's his name? Vos? Koss, Her husband? Her husband? Doesn't matter. I don't know. Interloper? He busts in and he says, hello, wife unit. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, he says, here, your mother left you a trinket. And she says, oh, thanks for the trinket. And get the hell out of here now because you're not my husband. I love Trent. We have an agreement. It's <laughs> <Get justice, laughs> just an agreement. Um, can we just get to the... Fucking cargo bay of dead humans, yeah. That was Get tough. To it. it was tough. Uh, you're looking at that and you're like, Wow, they really filled an entire cargo bay with caskets to send back. Dad's looking at each of them, touching the flag slowly. Saval says, Oh, uh, what's going on in here? He says, Did you lose your way to the shuttle bay, Saval? If you're lost, ambassador, I can direct you to your shuttle. Actually no, Dad I came to tell tell you that he was a great man and you're doing a good job. And Saval basically just breaking Vulcan protocol, ready to kick ass and take names, mm-hmm. son. Um He's a cutie. I will say this is such a good storyline. It is. Followed up after um the augment and mm-hmm. all of that fan service there. Yeah. I you could tell they knew this was the last season and they went all the fuck in. Yeah. Um and it it, it sucks because this season, it like th- the whole goddamn way through mm-hmm. until the second to last episode, uh, is really fucking enjoyable. And they are there do, a bunch of like two parters and three parters? If I remember right, yeah, I th- like that. There are, and there's a lot. I mean, you're, you'll love DS9 mm-hmm. then. Um, there's a lot of that, and they it's like all fan service, and it's all yeah, visiting places that like Vulcan's really kind of a place that's kind of a a mystery. It's yeah. underutilized. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a. It looks like the kind of desert locale that you'd go to with a jacket, and <laughs> cool dad shades, and sick dad shades. So T'Pol and Dad eventually end up in the Vulcan desert to go chase down the. Syranites. It's a Vulcan desert. I'll expect it to be hot, says the guy in a jacket. And as they're resting at night, suddenly a shriek comes through the through the uh, through the valley. And dad says, "What's that?" And T'Pol says. Oh, that—that's a—that's a, that's a And I used to have one as a kid. It was a tabby sailot, you see, <laughs> and it was domesticated. My friend had a Siamese sailot. And then that's when Tad goes, "What's a sailot?" And she goes, well, "Space kitten, space but kitten. like space mountain lion, mad. It's a mad cat, big old mad cat that doesn't like to climb." No. Uh, uh, so they're they're waltzing through the through the valley there, and they meet this guy named Desert Wind. and he says I'm walking the path of Siroc as well why don't you guys come along with me and they say okay that sounds agreeable back on board uh, Enterprise the gumshoes are are going through the evidence and they see through some security uh, detail that the ensign Or the, I guess, the greeter guy inside MI6. (laughs) He met with somebody, a Vulcan, who was carrying a strange package, and so they have to find out who this person was. Don't you think there should be a hood policy when you're entering (laughs) a secure location? Absolutely. (laughs) Like, no hats? You know, you can't shroud your face in darkness? Face clearly uh, seeable. (laughs) it's like oh yeah clearly that guy who's wearing the robe to conceal his face yeah that's the guy and oh it's definitely a vulcan robe too so it couldn't possibly be an indorian oh man and and so they they flock says look he's in a coma he's not gonna make it and and trip says i don't care about his mind and Damn you. I don't care about his body. Damn mm-hmm. you. I care about his mind. Inject the patient with a stimulant, motherfucker. Torture him. I don't care. Wake that fucker up. Yeah. Wake him up, B. <laughs> Wake him up, <laughs> B. Wake that fucker up. And he says, uh, Saval says, No, wait. Don't do that. I can mind meld with him. I'll just mind rape him. Yeah. He's literally unconscious. Mm-hmm. And it just enters his brain. Enters his brain. Finds out. That one of the lead investigators... Uh-oh, that's why he was being so weird. It wasn't just because he was a Vulcan. Mad dog Vulcan Damn. investigator. Damn. Damn! Uh, he's the guy. He's the hooded figure. <laughs> Meanwhile, back down in the forge, the desert, Dad uh, talks to Desert Wind, and Desert Wind says, I suggest you turn back. And Dad says, yeah, well, I'm, I don't know about that. You see, I'm, <laughs> I'm a hero. I'm a gunslinger. And, uh... Hero of the expanse. I'm a dad. Do you first have any foremost <laughs> look? Put me in front of a skag. <laughs> you skag, <laughs> you skag. Ah, I'll beat him. I'll beat him down. And uh, he offers uh, to Paul some water, and she says, I don't need it because mm-hmm. I'm Vulcan. I'm accustomed to these deserts. Oh, nope. Whoops. Okay, there we go. Okay, yeah. Uh, the forges destroy you. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a fire sand comes. Uh-oh! And they have to run into a cave together. Fire sand? do You mean just like sand with lightning? <laughs> yeah. No fire <laughs> sandstorm. Uh, yeah, no fire anywhere. That's weird. So, they lift these very heavy rocks to trap themselves in this uh, cave and protect themselves from the fire sand. And it's at this point the desert wind says, "All right, I know who you who you are. The jig is up. Okay, I'm taking it to the Sirenites. Don't worry about it." That's it. it. Uh, and uh, the the fire sand breaks through the through the cave. It de- debilitates de- a desert sand, kills him, and it knocks no. out to Paul. And his dad runs over to talk to desert sand desert sand wind. Uh, imparts him with some memories. And- he literally rapes him. You mind rapes him second time and I hope that's not the Katra of Surik by the way yeah because he seemed to know a lot about the Forge yep and then he dies and all of a sudden dad is all alone in a Vulcan desert Uh oh which is actually the name of my next indie album all alone in a Vulcan desert yeah it's pretty good (laughs) Is that is that you go? We go. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, dad Dad, uh, dad falls asleep, wakes up, thinks he's walking, and they they stumble into the serenades. They get into the temple. Dad knows stuff. Uh, I have I have (laughs) a handful of things to say. Excuse me. Um, Before dad gets forge will destroy you. (laughs) (laughs) Before dad goes down, trip goes up to him and goes, Captain. What if something goes wrong down there? And dad looks him cold dead in the eyes, the camera. Something already happened. Story has yeah, I forgot he said that um uh, dad just hates feeling useless because he can't, you know that was when he was trying to offer to Paul water or his sunglasses um, and then uh, yeah, desert wind says you know stories say that Soric cold the sands here with logic and it's like okay are we word playing because like logic is cold mm-hmm. you know and it's heartless and so but he literally used logic to cold something. And is that when, like, listen up, uh, Sandfire? If if water puts out a flame, is that the same as air putting out flames? I guess it is because both reach the same conclusion. And then the the sandfire goes away. How do magnets work? <laughs> and then uh, uh, another good line. You're suggesting a conspiracy. And then Saval, the crafty deviant little sex snake performs the mi- <laughs> mind meld. He can perform it, dude. <laughs> he does. He's got a little secret little brain deviants in there. And uh, He's a deviant little sex snake. Did you notice that they lift what is surely a three, four hundred pound boulder? Like it was no problem? Yeah. Because it was probably made out of foam? Yeah, that's why I, I said they lifted heavy rocks. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Um, dad at one point says, is that going to be a problem? And then my final note is, damn, two mine reaps in one episode. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Yeah, shit's extreme, man. Out here. Speaking of which, you know that guy who said that? He's like a real estate agent now, big time. Hide your kids. Hide is he wife. really? Yep. Good mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, you can go watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Check it out, folks. Yep. That's the Star Companion. Yeah, check it out, folks. Email us at the Star <laughs> at gmail If you want any of these lovely cards, uh, let us know, and we'll send them along to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have stickers. Yes, we do. We would like reviews. If you would like Subs- to- likes, likes, Subs- and reviews, and reviews, and uh, huh. take care. of yourself.